Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing an unexpected Christmas, a kickoff to a very big week here on Long Story Short (laughs) because Hallmark is trying to kill us with the sheer volume of movies they're putting out. And they are movies that we absolutely have to watch this past weekend from Merry Thanksgiving weekend. Did you watch all, all of them? Not yet. Uh, So I watched all the ones we are required to watch Mm -hmm. for the podcast here. And last night, as I was watching the last one, I was like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. (laughs) Is Christmas over yet? (laughs) Honestly, it almost is. I think there's only three more weekends of movies. And you get a a full week between now and the next movie. So you're good. All right. All right. All right. Hey, if you want more Hallmark movie reviews from us, you can sign up for our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. And we have several tiers, but we have one just for Hallmark movie fans, and it's called Shorty's Gone Hallmark, and it's just $3 a month, and you're getting bonus movie reviews from us that you won't hear anywhere else. So head on over there and check that out. You can also follow us on Instagram, where usually you can vote for the holiday movie we review each week, but this week... We went big, and we did not allow you to vote because we are doing four movie reviews. Um, yeah, how did we choose these movies? Based on name alone, probably, Based on right? name alone. We had to do Tyler. We had to do Lacey. We had to do CCB. And Wendy had to do Pat Monahan. I did. I did. That's all coming later this week. <laughs> What you won't hear from us is The Nine Kittens of Christmas, but you will hear a synopsis of An Unexpected Christmas. Wendy, you're up. Hold on. That I don't have in my... Did you hear... Did you hear that there was a cameo in The Nine Kittens of Christmas? I did not. By whom? Paul Campbell. Mr. Paul Campbell. I love all the cameos. Our, Our... He's like my favorite now. And I know like earlier in the season when we had watched a Santa stakeout or the Santa stakeout or whatever it was called, where he was like an undercover cop, we were like, "Mm, he doesn't quite tick the wowie zowie box, but he's, he's moved up on my list a little bit. For sure. Do you follow him on Instagram? Um, I don't. We do on our Instagram. He's very funny. And he's funny on Twitter, and we have some more news and notes on him later, but go ahead with your synopsis. A speechwriter makes a deal with his ex-girlfriend to pretend they're a couple to save his family's Christmas. It's not long before both the ruse and their feelings catch up with them. Stars Bethany Joy Linz and Tyler Hines. So news and notes, obviously we need to start with the fact that Paul Campbell himself wrote this movie, and we've talked about Paul Campbell in previous episodes in relation to his comments on the new GAC Family Network and how he has said that he's keeping an eye on things, and unless they show an actual effort towards inclusion, he will not be working with them. And I would just like to say that he practices what he preaches when it comes to inclusivity in his movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a say he gets in the casting of these movies, but certainly the script itself um, featured a wide variety of characters. See, I've watched so many movies this weekend that I can't even remember. Well, we have the sister storyline where she falls. My God. Yes. For Jamie's boss. Yes, yes. I talked with her on Instagram this weekend, too. Which her? um, The sister. This movie was filmed in Canada. Shocker. Outside of Vancouver. 
Filming began in the end of August, began at the end of August and wrapped in September. So, you know, tight turnaround on these guys. I mean, real quick, real quick. And it was hot. Oh, I don't know about that. Was it hot? I'm going to assume it was hot. Um, Matthew R. Brady is the producer of this movie, and it was his first Hallmark Channel film. I don't know who Matthew R. Brady is. He's the producer of this movie. (laughs) Okay, so I'm in love with Matthew R. Brady because I watched a... He's like from Connecticut, maybe, I think. And I watched a local news like report on him and it was like him and Tyler from California and they were talking about the movie coming out this weekend and blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. He just was like, so now you're a Matthew R. Brady stan. Sure. Okay. He just was funny. And I was like, yeah, I like him. And I, he's like, oh, from this to like, he did like Miss America or something that was on this weekend, Miss USA. I don't know, whatever. I don't know if he was a producer or a judge or what, but he said like, oh, I'm working on that this weekend. And I don't know. Okay. You know, there was like a dynamic between him and Tyler Tyler that was really kind of funny in this interview. And I was Uh like, oh, he seems real cool. Like he just was fun. I don't know. How do you get into producing Hallmark movies? He's produced a ton of stuff for like ESPN, Uh like sports stuff. So how, how does a movie, a Hallmark movie come out of that? Living the dream. I mean, can we just have a production company? I guess if we have to, maybe we have know to pay something for about it? producing things. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, we produce this podcast. Um, I have two more news and notes. One is relevant to the movie. One is not. The first one, Bethany Joy Lenz. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah. Lenz. Uh, she wrote and sang the holiday song Snow, which played over the end of the movie. Oh, that is a newsy note. Did you hear it at all? I usually, like, the second we get Pat to the final credits, I'm like, menu, 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 away. Before the final credits, it actually was on. She's a real good singer. It's real jazzy. You had that all queued up and ready to go. There's a link in our show notes. Um, And finally, the last news and notes, Tyler Hines recently announced that he will be in attendance at Rama Drama, a fan event to be held in Palm Beach, Florida in January. Do you want to go? Is Rama Drama like a Hallmark fan con? Yeah, it's a bunch. It's not Hallmark specific. Like romance TV movie star? Yeah, let me see who else is there. But like, I feel like this is a real like missed opportunity for Hallmark. Why don't they have their own like convention? Yeah. Featured celebrities, Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Tyler Hines, Jen Lilly, Wes Brown, Aaron Cahill. Oh, and our friend, Julie Sherman Wolf, will be there. When is RamaCon, Rama Drama? It is January 7th through 9th in Palm Beach, Florida. Isn't there a lot of, like, re- is that a retired, big retirement community? I know nothing. Me neither. But they sure got a lot of uh, Hallmark people there, even though it's not a specific Hallmark convention. Are they being paid to be there, you think? Oh. I think so. Don't you think so? Uh, yeah, I would imagine. Hey, what's your first impression of this movie? Uh, it's the double wowie zowie for me. I said it's everything I ever wanted in a Christmas movie. Really? Spoiler alert. Really? All right. Well, let's talk about what we liked about it. Can I start real small? I want to start real small. In the okay. opening scene, Tyler is in his home. Tyler, Jamie, 
and Tyler as Jamie is in his home. And there's a real pretty blue tile backsplash in his kitchen that I enjoyed. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed it. And, you know, that scene was uh, real, like, foreshadowing for, yeah. like, turns the coffee mug around. Well, he was, like, getting it all neat and organized, like, to perfection, which oh, they oh. talk about later oh. on. What kind of bubbly is that? It is um, passion fruit. Don't actually recommend it. Oh. I took it because we had a passion fruit and a pineapple, and I didn't want to leave the crappy one for you. So I left the pineapple for hey, you. Hey, that's so nice. The color of the can is so pretty. It is. That's why I bought it, but don't recommend. Well, for me in this movie... We talked about just a minute ago about his like perfectionist. Yeah. There's a scene when Jamie and Emily are sitting on a bench and they're talking about uh, why he strives for perfection. Yeah. And she says, uh, is that because you hope that nobody notices that you're not perfect? Like, you know, that nobody pokes fun at you. And I was like, oh, my God, that has taken me years to figure out in therapy for myself. And then it's this theme in this movie because he was talking about like being I think his parents both worked at the school and how he used to get made fun of for that. And so, like, you know, when you want to not be made fun of, you try to make everything look like so perfect, you know, so you go unnoticed. There's another great line to that effect in this movie. And now that I'm reading this, I've watched so many movies this week and I can't remember who delivers it, but maybe does he have a grandmother in this movie? I don't remember. Someone says to him, enjoy the beauty in the mess. And then they follow that up with success or not. You don't have to prove yourself. But I liked the enjoy the beauty in the mess part. Like, Yeah, that's hard for me to accept. Oh, sure. Me too. <laughs> but I thought it was a great line. Um, I loved the relationship between Jamie and his sister. Me too. And I cannot remember this, her sis, his sister's name right now. Becca. Her name was Becca. He called her Bex at one time, too. That I was like, that's so cute. Uh, she's played by Allison, Allison Wandzura. Wandzura. Yeah. You know me. I can't even talk today. Anyway, um... I had put on our Instagram, like, I love their scenes together. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, thanks for the support. I love them together. Yeah, I liked her a lot. I liked her character a lot. I liked a lot of the supporting characters in this movie. Me too. Quite a bit. Um, there's some really funny scenes in this movie to me. I liked, there's just a quick, Jamie gives his nephew the extra large candy cane lollipop. I thought that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. And... Tyler does a great job with physical comedy in this Mm -hmm. movie. There's multiple times, like, he gets hurt in the very opening scene, standing up from his desk. There's the scene where he's, like, being very loud in a meeting, and he's distracting with his, like, squeaky chair. That was funny. That was very funny. But the best is Tyler and Bethany are in the kitchen, and she smacks the cookie out of his hand. I watched it, like, four times in a row. It's so (laughs) perfect. It's a real smack, too. Totally. It's not... I mean, she just smacks it, and it goes flying. It's the best scene in the movie as far as humor goes. I agree. And I just was like, oh, they like each other. Like, they have good... You know, I don't think that you could do that that well without actual chemistry with right. your co-star it right. just made me laugh so hard yeah i can't remember exactly but he says something and she goes cool 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 and then like <laughs> smacks the cookie out of his hand i'm like I oh my god i love it they take a trope in this movie of the pretending to be together for the holidays and they flip it a little bit on its head and typically i don't love these pretend relationships mm-hmm. 
I loved this. I thought that we used to be together figuring out, I don't know, like what, figuring out what went wrong, even though that wasn't obviously their intent. That was kind of happening in the background. I liked that they were very real about why they broke up. There's a scene where um, Jamie is sitting in his car right after dropping Emily at her hotel. And he's talking through telling his parents about why they broke up. And mm-hmm. he is just being really honest about how like he he blew it up. Yeah. I loved that. I saw one review that said that they loved that his flaws weren't about him not having enough Christmas spirit. Like he had actual human flaws. Mm -hmm. And I, I loved that. Yeah. I, that scene where he's sitting in his car, I was like, oh, this is why you feel inadequate. And that's why you broke things off with her. Her career took off faster than yours did. And you didn't love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I really like, I really like that scene too. I really like that scene. There was another really nice moment in this movie that I kind of got like choked up in. (laughs) They were, um, I think they were exchanging white elephant gifts or whatever. And at the end, right after they're done, Emily tells the mom, like, thank you for having me or like something. I don't know. She's like, it was just like such a nice moment between like uh, someone who's not a family member mm-hmm. and just being thankful and grateful that like they invited, you know, she's not a part of the family, but she is a part of their family during Christmas or whatever. Well, and doesn't the mom say, we love you? Yeah. I think that's the moment in which she says that. Um, there's another great line when Emily feels like Jamie doesn't return her affection. Like he's just been in it to get through the holidays with his family. And she says, the only thing I have to show for it is a heart that aches for you all the time. I think she says it to him when she's mad at him and she's about to walk away. Yeah, I think you're right. And the last thing I like about this movie is there's lots of just normal family holiday activity. They don't lean on cookie decorating and finding the tree. They do, there is some tree decorating. There Mm -hmm. is some of that, but there's lots of, Jamie and Emily sitting outside having a cup of coffee and talking and just normal like, hey, I'm home for the holidays. These are the kinds of things that we're going to do. Yes, there is a Christmas pageant. That's the worst part for me. (laughs) It is, but Tyler in the unicorn suit was hilarious. I didn't like think it was that funny because I just can't stand hijinks like that, but... I know. Just the whole idea that he did it for his sister and I felt like they had a real natural like camaraderie at one point she's like, I'm going to tell mom and dad. And he's like, what are you eight? Like, yeah. it's just so perfect. But Christmas pageant aside, I don't think they lean on those tropes. Yeah. They just let it just be, this is family time and this is normal Christmas. And the plot drives itself without a lot of those external factors, which is not what I'm going to say about another movie we're reviewing today. Interesting. Uh, the last thing I have about this movie is I wrote... What a kiss, A+. plus. Yeah. There was like a hot kiss between them. (laughs) You may recall last year, your first exposure to Tyler Hines was the 12 dates of Christmas. I believe that's what it's called. On the 12th date of Christmas. Yeah, on the 12th. Yeah. There's a lot of plays on that, but I believe it's on the 12th date of Christmas. They developed this app. They also have a great 
kiss. There's a scene where she comes to find him at the end. He's holding a glass of champagne or bottle of champagne. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's a great final scene. Uh, look, did you just rewatch this movie or do you remember that? I just remember it. Oh, my God. That's I don't bananas. remember much, but I remember that. That scene stuck with me. Look, we have objectified Tyler Hines many times <laughs> on this podcast. I will say. Okay, I have. No, 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 no. We don't call him Spicy Heine or whatever. Whoa. Okay, let's talk about that. So <laughs> on Twitter, Tyler was live tweeting along with the premiere of the movie. And he's like, I'm here with you, which he knows his audience, right? Because all the women are like, totally. <sighs> Uh-huh. <laughs> he's like, I'm with you. And he's like screenshotting all the stuff and sharing it. Yes. Yeah. But he hashtags all the things. And may or may not have talked about this on the podcast, but the Tyler Hines fandom calls themselves Heinies. They're hashtag Heinies, which is hilarious. But then we saw that there's also a spicy Heinies hashtag. And wow. So look, I, I, am I a spicy Heinie? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All I'm saying is we have objectified him many times on this podcast, but he is more than just a pretty face. I think he's so good in these movies. He is. He makes me believe in him. Bethany Joy Lenz was an absolute delight in this movie as well. It was mm-hmm. not all on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I think they were great together. More of her on Hallmark, please. She's a great actress, right? She is. I loved her, but I just think there's so much to love about this movie. And if you're on the fence about Hallmark and you're only going to watch one or two movies this year... This one is maybe taking over my top spot. Mm, interesting. Interesting. What was the top spot? A Christmas, Christmas sale. sale. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did you wish for anything in this mo- movie? I wish for one thing, and I have a question that goes along with it. Okay. My wish was that the parents would have gotten out of the way. I found them so annoying. Fun, sweet, loving a lot, though, But they were right? a lot. You know, the, oh, the mistletoe, and, oh, I think he's going to propose. And I said to my husband, like, they are bugging me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see you being that mom. I was like, <gasps> no, I'm not going to be the mom who's, like, dangling mistletoe over her. Meddling? No. Yes, over her child and their girlfriend. Their like, adult children who are in their 30s? <laughs> no. My question to you is, we're adults. Uh We know that relationships don't always last. Would you really be heartbroken if your child broke up with someone? Would you want them to keep up the ruse so as not to ruin Christmas? Would that ruin Christmas for you? No, it would not ruin Christmas for me. No, your child is the one who's heartbroken. Mm -hmm. The fact, look, I know they need some sort of drama for the movie. I get it. But I would rather know the truth. Yeah. The feeling like, oh, we need to pretend because my parents are going to be so upset. I just, uh, that I'm not sure that I buy. I mean, I think my, I think, I think my parents would understand. They're not going to be like, oh, you ruined Christmas because you don't have a significant other here with you. Yeah. That's the real hallmark of it all right Totally. And there is, I even wrote down on this scene there, would his family really be mad at him on Christmas morning for not being with Emily? Come on. Do you remember he comes out, he wakes up late, they're opening gifts, and he's like, hey, let's have breakfast. Let me make you breakfast. And they're like, no. And they were like brushing him off. I'm like, come on. They're not going to do that. Unless they were mad that he had broken her heart in that moment. Like, hey, dude. That kind of sucked. Mm -hmm. But not necessarily mad that they're not together. Yeah. And they're not going to, on Christmas morning, be like, we're not speaking to you like they're seven years old. Right. Exactly. What did you wish for? 
Less Christmas play hijinks, which we already talked about. Yeah. That stuff. Ugh. Not for you? Not for me. Not for me at all. It's time for Did You See That? Okay. Did you see the Andrew Walker cameo? I did. I fully did. <gasps> I almost expected it, I think. I mean, it was so much more obvious in this movie to me versus Andrew Walker's movie when uh-huh. Tyler was the waiter, which I didn't notice. I agree. I will admit I wasn't looking for it, but I was listening to an episode of Deck the Hallmark, and I feel like I need to say this now. I love Deck the Hallmark. I do not let myself listen to their episodes unless it's either a movie we are not reviewing or we have already reviewed because I'm afraid that they will influence me. Mm -hmm. But I was listening to them. There was an episode with Tyler Hines and Tyler Hines hilariously had not watched the movie that they were talking about. But they said, hey, can we expect to see an Andrew Walker cameo in your movie since you guys were filming at the same time? And I thought, oh, that's. Now, now I'm looking for yeah, it. Yeah, now you knew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I like that he actually said, like, Walker. <laughs> like, he said his, like, last name in oh, it. Oh, that's funny. I for the reservation. Yeah. <laughs> I just caught the moment where they're kind of, like, walking and they, like, bump into each other. Yeah. It's cute. Did you cute. see the Balsam Hill placement? Um, all over. But, <laughs> but, but at one point, the Christmas tree falls down. Oh. And the backside of it was completely bare. Did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And that side would have been the side to the window in the set design that they had. And it falls over. It's completely bare. I was like, what? Come on. Yeah, lots of Balsam Hill, which I'm a fan of Balsam Hill. I own a Balsam Hill tree. Yeah. It's great stuff. Call Mm. us Balsam Hill. (laughs) I like your trees. Okay, so Jamie's sleeping in his parents' basement, right? In the janky pullout bed in the basement. Uh Uh-huh. In the playroom. He is wearing the oldest man pajamas I've ever seen. <laughs> like, what is, can I ask what your husband wears to bed? He wears like a t-shirt and like pajama shorts. They're like pajama right? material shorts. Yeah, okay, so pants. my husband wears like a t-shirt and maybe like uh, elastic waist basketball, basketball shorts, shorts. Yeah, you know? He does not get into a button-down, long-sleeve, plaid, old man pajama. Never. And I highly doubt Tyler Hines does either. I bet the spicy Heinies have an idea of what Tyler Hines wears to bed. Look, <laughs> we have matching family Christmas pajamas um, and we will wear them, but my husband doesn't typically sleep in them. He's like, it's too hot. Like, we'll wear them to watch a movie and then he'll like change into yeah, like 100%. shorts and a t shirt. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. He takes her to the hotel. She can't get into her room. They go back and she's like, You better be awake in the morning to take me back to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. And then he sleeps until noon. What? part of town do they live in that there's not an uber to take her like could she not have called anybody prior to noon they got to go through all these family hijinks Mm -hmm. and then he's like off the bed because he's taking an ambient that was funny it was funny i thought that was really funny um they at one point they go they're out like shopping or they go to a coffee shop or something and they come out of the coffee shop and she takes off her boot to like reach in and get something that was like bothering her foot and then puts the boot back on uh-huh. and like never mentions anything about it. And I was like, what was that? So it's funny that you mentioned that because I didn't notice it, but Tyler talked about that on the episode of Deck the Hallmark. <gasps> oh, about really? How she was just like such a good actress that she like brings in like it's supernatural to like, oh, your sock is all bunched up in your boot. Oh, so you, interesting. Like, reach in and you fix it. 
I did not notice it, but it's funny that you did. Ah, that's very interesting. Yeah, because that's like something a real human would do, mm-hmm. like not like a full-on directed. Yeah. yeah she's my, a good actress. My sock's all folded up. I got to fix it. I will even tell you, like, at times I was like, I find you unlikable. But I can't point why now. Like, maybe because Emily's character? Yeah. Maybe because she was just so angry at him. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I do think she was angry and gave him a hard time mm-hmm. and maybe erred on the side of being snarky. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe that was a self-protection thing, like, because she even talks about how, like, she never stopped being in love with him and he had broken her heart and... Maybe she just didn't want to let him back in, so mm. she's got to put up those walls. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look, if you haven't watched One Tree Hill, which I know you haven't, I have not. she's great in that. Super great. On that same walk through town, they have so many drinks. Like, they come up with one coffee, and then, like, the next scene, they have a totally different kind of cup with some giant green, like, stripy straw. That's when she's eating a hot dog. Yeah. I have, which the hot dog was, like, super burnt on the ends. Yes, and enormous. Enormous. Was this in Chicago? Outside of Chicago? Folsom? Is that? Wait a minute. This isn't the movie with the trying to get the mayor, right? Yes. That's the entire premise is that he oh, that's promises right. her the mayor. You guys, I have stay. watched so many movies this week yes. and I can't even remember. Okay, right. So I think they were in they were in Illinois somewhere. So uh-huh. I was like, okay, isn't a Chicago hot dog, like, isn't that a thing? Like you would get oh, on sure. a street. Okay. Yeah. But in a small town? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. All these characters speak on speakerphone when they're staying in someone else's home. And they did it in my Christmas family tree where she's in their guest room. And then Emily does it where she's in Jamie's room and she's talking to her friend. Get off speakerphone while you're talking about people in their house. I think that's a Gen X thing. Because we're like, because my daughter who is, she's a what? A Z. Gen Z, right? Yeah. All she does is talk on uh facetime on a you know what i mean yes i know but if you're talking if she's in your house talking about you is she gonna be on speakerphone no she's gonna have her headphones that or something yes (laughs) the walls cannot be that thick that these people cannot hear you speaking about them right right okay so you know he's supposed to write that speech the christmas day speech for the mayor right and uh his co-worker I can't remember her name, but when she uh, arrives on the train, I was like, oh, that's for the sister. The sister and her are going to hook up. I like knew it, and I was super stoked about it. But when she asks, hey, where's your speech? He, he's like, I don't have it. And I was like, dude, it's your job. You don't have this speech? You can't just be like, sorry, I don't have it. Come on. Yeah. Can we work together? Can you help me? Can we sit down? Just like passes the buck. Like, I'm too heartbroken to write this speech. Yeah. Come on. Nah, nah. Do you think Tyler Hines got a spray tan for this movie? Uh, I didn't notice. He's real bronze. Is he? I didn't really notice. Well, works. It works for him. Also, that is the longest shooting star I've ever seen in all my life. I... Was it at the end? I don't even remember. He's like, look at that shooting star. And like, at some point they like take out a cam- I don't know, but it's like going They take out a camera? They take something out. <laughs> like they pause to look at it. They look through. I don't know, but it is a long shooting star. Shooting star is like. Yeah, usually when I say it. look at it, you look up and it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. Yes. And it's like Haley's Comet shooting across the sky. 
we haven't discussed this. It's very important. We have talked about this previously, but uh, our buddy T. Hines got a haircut. Oh, my God. What'd you think? I loved it. We got an email. Oh. Subject line Tyler. It simply says, I miss his hair for exclamation <gasps> points from listener Karen. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so when I was putting the show notes together for this film, um, I did a little look back and... He had mentioned that he was growing out his hair. This was like in spring 2019 that he had grown out his hair. There was like a tweet about like his uh, longer hair and his scruffy beard. And he's like, yeah, thanks for all the support. I spent six months growing it out in preparation for this role. It was a movie called Flip That Romance, which I've never seen. I will say the shorter hair makes him look different. It's a totally different look for him, but I enjoyed it. Oh, me too. I just need him to take his shirt off. (laughs) Can they do that in these movies? Do they ever show like... You know, like him getting out of the shower or something. <laughs> I don't know. No? Would that make you not a spicy, honey? <laughs> yeah. <It might>. yeah. <laughs> what did you rate this movie? I gave it three point seven five stars. Four star for me. Is it? Mm-hmm. It was really close. I think I. It wasn't fully because, like, uh, I did find like the parents to be somewhat annoying, and uh, Emily's character was kind of. Not great all the time. It was real close, though. I would definitely watch it again. This is my first four-star movie of the year, and it is the one I'd be most interested in watching again. Now, this is the first of four Hallmark movie reviews this week alone. Tomorrow, we will be back with Christmas at Castle Heart starring Lacey Chabert. So please make sure you are subscribed and come back for that. If you like our podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and a review. We'll be back tomorrow. Send us your thoughts on these movies, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.